everyone. We are back with the Niche to Profit show. I am Danny Ackerman, also known as the Danny App. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, for those uh, listening live, head on over to that live chat and participate because I can actually see when you guys post there. If you have a question during the show, we can go ahead and, and try to get that addressed to uh, the guest I'm going to be bringing on in just a moment, um, it's someone I'm introducing to my community for pretty much the first time, um, and who has just made a world of difference in my business, in my life. Um, I'm going to be telling you all about her more and having her on. Um, later in the show, we're going to be featuring a niche of the week. We are going to, I got this crazy news story. I just, I came in this morning. It was like not even on the schedule, but I have to share. I, I have to talk about it. So we're going to be doing that. And I'm going to give you guys a chance to win a ticket to the More Fun, Bigger Profits conference. We're going to be doing that. Yes, there you go. We we really need to build up that ka -ching. I don't know. I, I like a big, robust ka -ching, you know, and we've got to work on that. Got to work on that. All right. So <laughs> we are going to get started here. I'll see if we can get the lovely Bellany DeShong on. Uh, we have her calling in via Skype. Modern technology. I love it. Um, Bellany has a business called Live at Choice. And um, she is known as the belief changer. And can I just, I just, I have to say this really quick. Bellany doesn't even know this. She does not know this. I met Bellany through my business coach, Michelle Sism. And the first few times you kind of heard Bellany, I thought, this lady's kind of nuts. She's kind of out there. I don't need what she's saying. I, I'm good, right? I've known Bellany now for close to two years, I think. And I've, I've worked with Bellany and, um, I think she is just one of the most amazing people that has, I, my life has ever been blessed with, um, just has made an incredible difference. So I am so excited to have her here with us today and to introduce her to you. Bellany, hi. Hi, Jeff. How are you, Danny? I am well. So you didn't know that, did you? you know, <laughs> I'll tell you. No, I didn't know that. But I have to tell you, from what you said, here's what I heard, right? I heard that the viral infectiousness that I am has about a 12-month gestation period. <laughs> That's what I heard when you said that. So... I'm honored to be on your show, and I so look forward to uh, this call and other things that we have planned together. So thank you for having me. Yeah. So, Bellany, for those who don't know you, which is pretty much all of my audience, um, because as it turned out, you were supposed to speak at the More Fun, Bigger Profits event last year, and you were there, but you were really, 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 really sick. So um, we didn't get to bring you out and introduce you. Um, so for those, which is, unless your followers have made it over here too, that don't know you, tell us about your business and how it got started and, and what you do. 
Well, first I spent 27 years in the mortgage industry and thought that was pretty much my career for my entire life. Uh, however, I, uh, at about age 35, I really got into some trouble in my, for myself and, um, trouble, not with the law, by the way, but internal trouble. And, um, I, I began to realize through some, some things that were, you know, really tough for me. Um, I began to realize that I am the common denominator in everything that takes place in my life. And if that's the truth, then that means I'm the solution. And so as I offer you and everyone else is you are the problem. Whatever you're trying to overcome, you're the problem. And that's the good news because you are the fix. We don't have always said that you do. nobody needs to be fixed. You are already equipped with the fix. And so in 1993, um, so from 85 to 93, I turned everything around in my life the common denominator in me began to celebrate that possibility. And I really changed every part of my life. And, um, and so friends actually had a huge request and that would be that I could teach to others that which I had taught myself. And, um, that started in 1993. And so I'm celebrating 22 years of not only having changed the way my life is, uh, helping others do exactly the same thing. And um, it's just, it's an incredible journey and an opportunity that I i am so thrilled I stepped into in 1993. Well, I'm really glad you did too. <laughs> Even though I was a little resistant. I, and I, do you find that a lot? Do you find people are resistant to acknowledging that which we don't really want to hear? Imagine this. All of us have what I call the survivor within us. It, it's that gatekeeper. You know, when we talk about the walls that come up, you know, there's this gatekeeper. I call that the gatekeeper. And the issue with the gatekeeper is that on the other side of the gatekeeper is where all the all of the awesomeness shows up. It's the success in building a business. It's the success in love and relationships. It's where money works. But that gatekeeper is kind of like we've given it the authority to determine our choices for us. And so, therefore, the world shows up a specific way. And now, to go back and address your exact question, the gatekeeper thinks it's supposed to keep you in your safe little comfort zone, right mm -hmm. there in your little spot. And so, Danny, where you were when I met you was you were in your safe little spot, not getting where you wanted to go with your business. However, you were playing it safe in that little spot. And when, you know, I, I kind of show up between the woo and the woo. I'm not woo-woo. I'm just <laughs> sort of between the woo and the woo in that. What I teach is not tangible in the moment. You can't see, and that's where you went, uh, you know, I don't know about her. And that gatekeeper is saying, we're good. Mm -hmm. We'll break through this. We'll figure it out. We're smart. We're brilliant. And you are smart. You are brilliant. And you are genius. And 
you're limited as long as the gatekeeper is making the choices. And that determines how you are going to see the world around you. You know, you are the center of your world. You are the center of your universe. You are the center of everything going on around you. However, the way you get to see it and experience it is determined by that gatekeeper. Right. Right. So the answer to your question, some people are ready to step beyond the gatekeeper and don't know it. And some people are still listening to the gatekeeper. And those are the ones that take a while to step in and say, you know what? I think what you're saying is making sense. I'm going to take back my authority to make choice and I'm going to step into this. Yeah. And you know, even though you say, you know, I was in my comfort zone. So let's be really clear, you guys. Comfort zones aren't always comfortable. We know there's other stuff out there. We, you know, and it's, I guess it's like, it's almost guilt ridden, which maybe is that the gatekeeper kind of <laughs> making us feel, you know, guilty. Um, that and, you know, Danny, the, um, the part of that whole comfort zone story is that there, for me, I, there's really no such thing as a comfort zone because if you were really comfortable, you'd never know when you were getting uncomfortable if it were Mm. outside your zone. So it's just, we know when we're pushing the limit and all that limit is, is you're pushing on, you know, I call it core filters. You're pushing on these filters that's determining your world. And that survivor is there is the buffer. It's what's there to make sure you stay in this this illusion of a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. So what goes on? What goes on for you, Danny? If I could ask you a question, what goes on? Because I think this will be important for the listeners. Is what goes on for you now that you are bringing down the gatekeeper? Hmm. <sighs> What goes on? Oh, see, I didn't know she's going to do this to me. Um, <laughs> I, I'm impatient. I don't. I I don't want to have to do work to get to where I want to go. I I'll just say it. I want it all to happen now, and I and and I get mad, you know, that I still have to go through some of that stuff and um and, and work through things. Um, yeah, you know, I'm just. I see, I see where I can be now. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, now I want, I want now. But what, and what are people, what do people say to you now that they are amazed at? What are the things that people notice? Well, you know, what's funny. I I ask my appsters, I I check in with them to make sure that I'm, I'm bringing them value and, and serving them. And, and I'm looking for them to tell me, oh yeah, you, you know, you really helped me do X, Y, Z on, on eBay or whatever. And the one thing that keeps coming back is that I inspire and motivate them. And I I never saw myself as that. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool because that's really what people need. Yeah. You know, you need to learn the nuts and bolts of things, but if, if I can be that force and I can help people that, that feels really amazing. Well, what's important about what you're saying right now is that you, before I would suspect people still said the same thing and you couldn't be present to it. So therefore you couldn't, you couldn't grow yourself because you weren't getting that fuel for yourself because it just go right past you. You'd be looking for one more, 
one more uh, one more person to say it because it just didn't feel real and now you're able to own it and that's what sh- that's what you're hearing is yeah. the people you, that you're owning it so anyway enough testing enough that, testing you see how good she is oh my gosh yeah i mean that's exactly it i mean people were saying that from the very first time i got on stage and right. i was like oh psh whatever, you know, but yeah, so it's, and, and in owning it, I am able to actually uh, get out there and help more people. And that, yeah, that's the important part. Right. That's right. That's absolutely the important part because until then you're still in, you're in work it out mode Mm -hmm. and now you're in acceleration. Yeah. And it's funny on the way here, I'm like, you know, you, you always have me thinking, um, deeper, and um, as many people know, I have a son who he is 10 and, and he has special needs and he's struggling right now. And, and I thought about you and how he's, he's being defined by the world and his core filters are being, you know, kind of put in place. And, and, it's, and it's really got me thinking more about like, how am I going to, you know, help him through this later and, and thinking of all your philosophies and how, how awesome it is that I have that knowledge from working with you of helping him and, and knowing that he is brilliant and, and he is, like you say, the common denominator and, and all of the, And it's just, I know I'm like kind of blubbering out the words here, but that, I mean, you just get me thinking deeper and that the possibilities of everything are just so amazing. When you are, when, you know, when you're thinking, when anyone's thinking deeper, you're going past that, that norm, you know, you're going beyond that pat answer. And, you know, this applies hugely in all relationships and in our businesses specifically, it, it, it's a huge, um, proponent to success is to be able to look deeper and look deeper and look deeper. And that's what that inquiry process is all about. You know, it's um, because as long as we're skirting on the top of things, we continue to get the same thing. So that's why you enjoy that piece of, of uh, ability to look deeper. And I know that the conversation Uh, that we're having and more of what we will have in this call, I believe is, you know, is a new introduction, not necessarily to the individual people, but definitely into the um, industry that Mm -hmm. you're in um, to bring in this conversation called mindset. Well, I, I deal with people on, on their prices. I mean, that's kind of, everybody laughs, but that's the number one thing I end up telling people is, Oh my gosh, raise your prices, raise your prices, be confident in what you're offering out there. So, and what you do plays into that too, that, that kind of lack of confidence and being able to put out to the world, our value and the value even within the products that we're selling. I'm going to speak to that a minute because, um, so you, you know, your show is about niche, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, and finding your niche and finding that place where you feel you belong. And one of the, when I started out, I'm a coach, obviously, but when I started out, I wasn't clear about where I needed to go or where I wanted to go. As far as once I decided that I was actually going to seriously build a business in what I'm doing. First, it was a hobby for years. I piddled at it, piddled at it. And it was, and and I, and I was making 
huge headway for people in their lives. But what wasn't happening is I wasn't, I wasn't taking ownership of the business part of it. And so once I did that, there was this whole, what I began to realize that and come into my own about it because I was terrified to do this. I was a mortgage banker. I've been doing that 27 years. And what on earth am I doing now? But here's what's important in the area of niche. One of the things that I got very bold about, and this was this, this was the evolution to my success, is I got very bold that I am a coach, a coach's best friend. Mm. I and that's where I found my niche was that I could partner with other coaches, for instance. And because I work on the emotional prosperity in a person's life or their business or the way money shows up for them, because that's what I do, then I could complement the work of a business strategist coach. Mm -hmm. I could comp, in other words, I could hold one hand of their client while they held the other and the other client would create the plan and I would be going down the path with them kind of I, I laugh and say it's like kicking the cans out of the way moving things out of the way that's blocking them from seeing what their niche is or are their their um, ability to move beyond the fear of of pricing and putting their products up and just speaking to your industry. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, the, a coach, a, a, a well-established coach in the area uh, like you are right in building a business, business coach, building a business in the e-commerce there, we still have to deal with the human element, the human um, stops, the fears, the resentment, the feeling of too much competition, can't find my niche. And when I, so here's the thing, people used to ask me, and I'm sure Danny, you're, as you're working with your people, people used to ask me, well, what's your ideal client or what's your ideal product or what's your ideal uh, method of delivering your product? And for me, when they would say, well, who's my ideal client? I would say everybody, yeah. everybody's mind, right? Could use this philosophy. And, and they would look at me and say, that's great. And that's not your ideal client. Cause you're not going to, that's not how you approach it. You can't just throw everything out there in the market, right? You can't just go after everybody. You've got to find that place that when you get there, you may sell all the other stuff too, but what's going to grab them? What's going to pull that attention right then? And so, um, I got bold and began to just make it known that I can work with other established coaches. I'm telling you, it's what turned my world around in my business to a business. Not, it didn't change the quality of what I do. It changed the business that I, I built and have developed. And now I'm on the stages all over the country and in my own stages, much less other people's stages. And, um, and then I then I can sell to their friends and family and the participants, family and their friends. But the starting point of the success is the niche. Yeah. 
Great point. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that stage. working for yourself and you have your own business, the only limits there are, are the ones you give yourself. I am so excited that we're just three weeks, less than three weeks away from the More Fun, Bigger Profits Conference, which that was the little um, promo. Uh, by the way, I just have to give a little shout out real quick. Um, I, I have an amazing guy that that does that um, video work for me from a company called E-Rated, E-Rated.co, um, that I work with. And, and anybody wants to check out it? It's not a video. It's actually about sharing your reputation, your online reputation. But he um, actually does this work for me. And so I give him kind of creative freedom. That's what he came up with. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Let's go back to the conversation we were having about um, how you bring your message, you know, pretty much to the world now because you travel all over and you are on the stage. Um, And I got to tell everybody. So, Bellany has uh, an amazing three-day event. And do you have dates for that yet? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. You can there. share that. Yeah. So, the event name is Living Your Amazing Life. And um, the theme in it is to imagine, create, and live amazingly. It's held in Houston, Texas, um, October 16, 17, and 18 of this year. Great. I mean, I know I will. I wouldn't miss it. I wouldn't miss it. I went last year, and uh, it, it, it's it's hard to explain. I mean, you really have to be there. Um, but Bellany got me to do something that I was absolutely determined that I I couldn't do. There was no way. Like, and then I started watching everybody else in the room do this thing. So it was funny. In leading up to this. She hands out uh, releases, like liability <laughs> releases. That's your first clue something big's coming. But you had us break boards. And we're not talking like little thin, little, no, these were, and I should have brought it. I still have my board because uh, that was a big deal for me. It was breaking that board. And it's like, this is, this is what you do. And it's not that you have some superpowers or anything, but you have such an ability to help people see their own ability to change things. I, I guess that really, that sums up what you do. I, I um, So I, of course, invited Bellany to be on my stage this year at the More Fun, Bigger Profits conference, um, because I think there are things that hold us back from having that business that, that we want to have, living that dream that we want. You know, it's not about the amount of sales you you want to have. It's not about, you know, making enough to pay the bills. It's really about what what is going to give you that satisfaction of being a business owner. I mean, there's a reason that we own our own businesses versus going and getting a job. 
I, there's no way I could go back to work for some, there's just no way. Um, so failure is not an option for me in, in having my own business, but I see a lot of people struggle and I see people saying, I'm gonna have to go get a job. Um, so I hope if you're feeling that way, you're coming to the event because we're going to give you the tools to fix that and, and have the business that you dream of. And so can you share a little bit about, we've talked a little bit about what you're going to be speaking about there, but maybe if you could share a little of what you're going to be speaking about at the conference. Imagine what it would, what it would be like if you could manage your mind. Imagine what it would be like if you could manage the, those thoughts, that committee that meets on your behalf, right? And um, so we're going to work on that in the event. Um, we're going to look at what are, the, what are the things that you are truly going to capitalize on to the degree that you get, get what you've come for. And so that's probably sounded a little bit vague. So let me say this. What we're going to do, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to determine the outcome of that event before you ever get started. And that's kind of a rare conversation because we have a tendency to show up at events and conferences and we go through the motions and we do what we do in it and we get to see when it's over how it turned out. Do I still have you, Danny? Yep. We're okay. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. All right. So we wait to see... um, how it's going to turn out to determine what we got out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we live life anyway. It's like, let's go see what the day does and we'll give you a report on it tonight. And so when you can manage, when you learn how to manage your mind in such a way that when you walk into an event, in the, one of the first things you're going to do is you're going to determine that outcome. And then we're going to revisit that outcome occurring before the event's over. It's an incredible way to begin to live your life. And I'm going to teach you how to do that. And so what does that offer you? It's like it offers you the opportunity to determine the outcome of your business on a day-to-day basis rather than waiting till it's over. I'll give you an example. So one day I was going to make, I had several calls to make, had five people to follow up on. And um, that I had spoken to once before about signing up for one of my workshops. So I just made it. So the way I did it is I just made a list of who they are and I just wrote paid in full. And I was on the phone for 30 minutes, called them all and put a large sum of money in my bank account that day. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I, I declared it. I But the most important thing is that I know what gets in the way of you believing that. So when Danny opened up the call and said, Bellamy is a belief changer, your belief changer is because it's your belief system that drives your outcomes. And I'm going to teach you to see and to be able to work your mind in such a way that the outcomes are the way you desire them rather than the way you hope they will be. And I love that because the whole theme of the event is for them to build. I, You know, I say six-figure blueprint is what I say, you know, I the message. And someone corrected me and said, but what if I want to do seven figures? I was like, I put a limit on that. Shame on me. So now it's like your dream business blueprint. You, I, 
Yeah, and then we're going to be building that. And I've I've been actually I've been working on the on the binders and the content you know last couple of days, and it's really exciting. You know, I'm just kind of going through this. I because I've been through so much of this, and it's why my business is so successful. And I just I get out of my own way now, which is a lot of it. So I'm really really excited that we're going to get to to uh, work on that with people. Um. I want to make sure we have time to share this story because it's a story that you tell um, for people that know you, you know, starfish are a love of yours. And you tell a starfish story that I would love for you to share with everybody. Well, the starfish is symbolic to me for um, it really defines how we hold the business live at choice. Um, so the story goes this way, the, it's the story, and I don't know the author, it's an unknown, an unknown author, and you may hear it in very uh, different variations, but for me, I tell it this way, and that's that there's an elderly man sitting on the beach, and he's in despair because all he sees are thousands of starfish washing up on the beach dying. And um, he's sitting there in the just the resignation of how it, it cannot make a difference and he can't make a difference at all. They're all dying. And he looks up and he sees a younger person walking across the beach and he notices that the younger person is reaching down, the young man, he's reaching down and he's tossing something back in the water and he walk a little further and he picks something up, he's tossing it back at the water. And finally he gets up in close sight to the older man and he notices that he's picking up these starfish one at a time and throwing them back in the ocean. And as he gets up in the elderly man's ear distance, he, the elderly man says to him, what are you doing that for? Can't you see? Can't you see that you can't make a difference? They're dying by the thousands. You can only pick up one at a time. And he reaches down, he picks up one, he throws it back to the ocean, and he says, I made a difference for that one. Mm-hmm. And so that resonates in my heart so huge because the difference is the distinction between resignation and the power power of one and the greatness of one because you never know how far that one that you touch and that difference that you make and all of the differences it's going to make in the world to come and that's just the foundation totally that who we are at live a choice and that's what we stand on is the distinction between resignation and the greatness of one i just i just love that every time i see a starfish i think of you well, you know, it also works well for the brand. <laughs> you can believe how many packages I get in the mail with starfish, you know. It's like, I saw a starfish and all I thought, I remembered you. So here's the thing, Danny, I want you to see this. When you, So you're a starfish in my world, right? Mm-hmm. You're one of the starfish in my world. And when you share about your son and you talk about passing this conversation, this, this thought process, this training, this learning onto your son, that's the greatness of the power of the one that you are. Mm. Gotcha. And then he will pass on, pass it on right. and he will pass and they will pass it on. Right? right. Probably remember that commercial they used to have, you know, it's like, and so on and so on. So on and, and, so on. and I was going to tell you, you know, I was thinking you start, you did starfish. I did cows. I'm just thinking maybe I made a bad choice there. You know. 
Are you getting any cows in the mail? Oh my goodness, I have shelves full of cows. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I love. I mean, it's not about you probably know this. It's not about the gift, the item that you get. It is that connection and that meaning behind it and that you know, you made a difference for somebody. I totally get that. It's just funny. Mine's cows. It's not it's just not quite as romantic as starfish. <laughs> Bellany, thank you so much for coming on with us today. I know you have a hugely busy schedule. In fact, you're not even home. You're like um, some other event or something. I don't know. You're you're always somewhere. But um, tell everybody where they can connect with you and find you. Awesome. My website is liveatchoice.com. That's my website. You can find me on Facebook. You can as Facebook slash Bellany, B-E-L-A-N-I-E, Deshaun. Visit my site there, my fan page there, if you will. It's slash Live at Choice. And, um, but my name, Bellany Deshaun, shows up on all social medias. Would love to connect with you. And I truly look forward to meeting each and every one of you at your at your event Danny it's like don't miss it don't miss being there in addition to all of the incredibleness Danny and I are a great team together and you're going to get some really special stuff thank you so much Bellany we will be talking soon all right thank you Danny appreciate the opportunity to be with your community all right isn't she awesome you guys oh just it's funny because it really it it did it took me a while to break down those barriers of being able to accept you know which there was times where I was so mad at her it's like stop telling me this stop I don't want to hear it Um, but just an incredible incredible lady and I cannot wait for you guys to meet her those of you who are making it out to the event Um, and I, I hope that's everybody everybody who's listening you should all be there you really should. We're doing some. Did I tell you we're doing karaoke? We're totally doing karaoke the first night. It has nothing to do with building your business, by the way. Let's just be clear. I'm not tying in karaoke with building your business. It's just something I really like to do. So we're doing it. Okay. Because it's my event and I get to do that. Um, so, gosh, how do you follow up Bellany? Um, let's talk about an awesome item <laughs> that's sold this week. Um, and somebody that I really want to feature um, because she has been one of my followers for a very long time and has faithfully followed my advice and her sales are like going through the roof and she's found her niche and she had a crazy good score this week and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get my notes closer because my eyes just aren't working. I want to give you this item number correctly. It is one 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 six one seven six five eight eight seven eight. And if you go over there, you can see this on the screen. It doesn't look like much. It looks like just a slag glass lamp. Um so and I, I forgive me and Paula Paula are you are you in the chat cuz you can tell people any details I leave out. So the story goes that she had seen these at I believe at an auction and somebody outbid her or no I I'll get this. She'd seen them at an estate sale and they were too high priced. 
And then later she saw the same ones. These, this person had dumped them at the auction. Anyways, somebody else could not sell these lamps. That's the point I'm going to make to you. Somebody else could not sell these. And they were willing to just toss them back, you know, in. And she picked them up. And you can see there, $127.99 each. And I believe she said she paid like 10 or 15 bucks. Yeah, somebody, see, I, if I don't take really good notes and actually bring them with me, the secretary in my brain forgets to file things correctly and, you know, the little details get left out. But the point of this is that Paula has built a niche where she doesn't have the competition. She can go buy from somebody else who hasn't figured out the niche thing yet and get crazy high prices because she is marketing to that select crowd. And so I really wanted to highlight Paula's store today. And we're going to go over here and take a look. So if you go and look at the items, all of a sudden, it's kind of like this experience. It's not just stuff for sale. It is an experience in Paula's store with this really wacky, cool, crazy, awesome stuff. And let me tell you guys, buying is emotional. I, I don't care if it is a pair of shoes, a piece of art for your wall, uh, clothing. I mean, ladies, come on, you know, clothing's emotional. Makeup, um, even like the, the drugs and the hairspray and all of those, every single purchase that's made is an emotional purchase. And when you can figure out how to tap into a core market's emotions and convey that emotion in just about everything that you're selling, if not everything, ding, 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 you have got your niche. And that's what it's all about. And Paula has done a fantastic job of developing this. And I'm so proud. And you guys notice it's, her prices are up there. And I bet some of you are going, oh my gosh, I would never pay that much for that. And guess what? You're not Paula's customer. And that's okay. Um, I'm not Paula's. I am cheap, you guys. I am. I am tight. You, yeah. No, you, you guys do not want me buying stuff from you because... That's going to mean that your price too low. I really am. I am not, I'm not, I'm not anybody's ideal customer out there because I really am a penny pincher. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to take that back a little bit um, unless it comes to like some really cool glass. Now that is, there's my emotional purchase there. Um, I go crazy over the glass that I collect. And at that point, it's not about the price. It's about, ooh, I really need that piece in my collection. I don't have that one yet. So yeah, okay, there we go. So if you sell the glass I collect, I could be your customer. But other than that, I'm, re I'm really, really cheap. I shop at thrift stores for crying out loud. I mean, <laughs> I probably shouldn't admit this, you know, on a big broadcast here, but everything I wear comes from thrift stores. <laughs> I just see no reason to go pay full retail. None whatsoever. Um, I'm... Yeah, that's how I am. That's how I grew up. It's not that I can't afford to go buy retail. I certainly, I can go shop with the best of them. I just, it's just to me, it's just a waste. So, um, but thank goodness, most of the people out there are not shopping like me. 
And you can find those target markets where they're not cheap tightwads like me and they'll spend some big money on stuff because it's all about emotional purchasing. So that's the key to niche, you guys. And um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit uh, um, about kind of my, my, it's not really niche. See, I don't want you guys that, okay, let me just be clear. There will be no bolos on this show. That that's the acronym for be on the lookout for. I I am not a bolo fan, okay? I'm just saying bolo to me is one of those funky country ties that you wear. No, no bolos because I don't want you copying me. I don't want you copying, you know, the seller over here or the seller over here. I want you developing your own niche, your own thing that makes you unique, that causes those customers to come to you. And, and there is no competition then. It doesn't matter what anybody else lists it for. Those are your customers. So that's, that's my thing here. All right, you guys. So I've got to share, uh, like I said, I skimming my, my, I don't even know where I got this, my Google alerts or something. I, I saw this absolutely ridiculous law that got passed in Louisiana. And if you're in Louisiana, I am so sorry. And if you're in Louisiana and you haven't heard about this yet, please update me on how this goes down. But it's now illegal to use cash to buy used goods in Louisiana. I I actually went and I and I went to Snopes to make sure this was legit. Uh, and it checks out. It, it is all over the place as legit. And I'm trying to find like some house bill something or other here. Government. I, I just, I'll never talk politics, but let's just call this stupid. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, so their whole purpose of this was to try to prevent people from purchasing stolen goods at yard sales or uh, flea markets. And, and surprisingly, they pawn shops are not part of this. Isn't that where most of the illegal stuff ends up going? Anyway, so we'll see how this is going to pan out. I cannot, I can't even fathom that this is going to be enforceable or that they're going to be able to, but right now it's, it's passed as law that you can no longer use cash to purchase used goods in Louisiana. So a crazy, crazy, crazy news story of the week. And we're going to take one more quick commercial break and be back for the rest of the show. I'm Danny Ackerman of thedannyapp.com, and what I do is inspire, motivate, and empower online sellers to grow a six-figure business. I have been doing the coaching side of my business for three years, and I have been an online seller for, oh my goodness, this is my 17th year. We have uh, group coaching programs, we have private coaching programs, uh, I do in-person live events all around the country. I do a large three-day event here in Las Vegas called More Fun, Bigger Profits. And it's all about helping people build a plan, taking action, and reaching their goals in their online business. You can come find out more about me at thedannyapp.com. And we're back. 
So again, I know you're going to just hear me talking a lot about this event. Um, I'm really, really, you know, I hate to sound like I'm proud of myself. That just sounds so arrogant. But this was kind of a big deal for me um, to put on this event. And for those who, who do not know what it is like to put on a big major event, uh, let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff you learn about industries um, and dealing with people. And this was a huge, huge stretch out of my comfort zone. Last year, you know, of course, was the first year I did two days. Um, this year it's going to be three days because there was no way I could pack everything I wanted to pack into two days for you. Um, the speakers, the the caliber of the speakers I'm bringing in, um, I'm just, I'm really, really jazzed at how it's all coming together. Uh, if you were there last year, uh, hold on to your socks because it is going to be a completely different experience this year. Um, just, uh are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? Yeah. Um, so something I wanted to do to make this available to more people who haven't bought their ticket yet is to uh, give you a chance to win a ticket. And the way we're going to do this is use that wonderful thing called social media. Um, Facebook is my social media of choice for this. It's the easiest to track and, and make sure we get everybody's entries in. And all you have to do to enter to win a ticket is to go onto Facebook and post, I want to go to the more fun, bigger profits event because, and fill in the blank, and then be sure and tag me. So I see that. And all of those names are going to be put into a drawing. And then next week, live, we will select the winner. I actually, you know what? I want to give away three tickets. So just, you know, I know some of you are going, oh, well, I'm not going to bother because the chance of me winning is like, and if you're thinking that, you really need to be at this event because I, I know that we can help some of that mindset stuff that's causing you to think that way. But um, we're going to have three chances for, for winners out there. So uh, you can, if you're a hashtag fan, I still have not, it's still a pound sign to me. I'm sorry think I'm showing my age. But if you're a hashtag fan, we do have a hashtag. It is MFBP 2015, which stands for More Fun, Bigger Profits 2015. So um, you might see around me, I have a few goodies. Um, the first, <laughs> so I was talking about the emotional purchasing thing. And honestly, art Art is the biggest emotional purchase niche out there. I found out um, one of the reasons I didn't do the show this last week is, is we moved my mom into our home, which meant I moved my whole business. Long story short, I was working in the home that mom was living in. So now we condensed households. And my daughter, who was here on the last show, um, she called me an art hoarder. And, and that's because I love, I buy art on emotion. If, if it, yeah. see, I just, sometimes I can't even put it into words. It's just, if it just like draws me, if it has that look that, oh, I would put this on my wall, I buy it. Because I figure if I have that feeling about it, 
somebody else out there has that feeling and and that equals big bucks um, because people do not buy art on a, on a, you know like oh logic and going and oh wait okay wait I saw this over somewhere else cheaper oh wait maybe there's a group on for it no you buy it because you see it you fall in love and those of you who are fellow art lovers out there you know what I'm talking about it's like you see something and all of a sudden waves of memories or you know something comes over you and it puts you in a place yeah that thing so I do really well selling art. I love to sell art because it's the dollar value is just about how much emotion it evokes. Um, in fact, I'm just shipping out a, a $250 painting today that, I don't know, some mid-century goofy abstract roses thing. 250 bucks. Boom. Gone. Um, cost me five bucks. <laughs> um, I, I, and I'm quietly saying that I really hope my customers are not listening to the show. Like, sorry. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so I brought some pieces of art that um, I have acquired. And, and like I said, I, I literally, I have hundreds of pieces of art now in my garage. Didn't really, I had them spread all out over the the last house. So you couldn't quite tell how many I had. I was I was getting chastised a lot. Um, and, and I saw a lot of them down at the booth. And that's where art really does well for me because somebody's walking into the booth at the antique mall and having that experience with that piece of art. So that's, that's where I really do well with it. Um, but let's start with this now. So, so who can figure out just for me, like showing this, what this piece of art is, because it isn't just a picture of a pretty little horsey, even though it's a pretty little horsey. I got to play with horses this last week, too. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So this is an old paint by numbers. Who remembers paint by numbers? Yay, Cindy got it right in the chat. So um, people buy these old paint by numbers now because they did them when they were younger. And it was like made them feel good. You, you did a paint by number and you felt like you were an artist and it was special. And so now people look for these and collect them because it brings back that emotion. So if art is one of your things or if niching in those items that are like from the, I don't know, the, come on, somebody help me out. When to paint by numbers really become popular because I didn't look this up. Lisa, you painted this exact horse. So when, <laughs> dare I ask Lisa, Lisa, how old are you? No, see, we don't ask that. Um, I'm thinking like 70s, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, 60s, 70s, thank you. So yeah, so it brings back that emotion of that time. So these do really well, really well. And so I just, I had to bring this, you guys, because... Um, when I was in Houston, we did something really fun. We, we went to one of those, um, wine and painting party things when I was in Houston. Um, and I've never painted anything in my life beyond, you know, finger paints when I was a kid. I don't have the patience to paint. I've always wanted to. That's the funny thing. I look at I look at art and I go, 
man, I really wish I could just sit there and, and paint that ocean scene, whatever. So I've always kind of had those aspirations, but again, the impatience thing, um, wasn't for me. So we go to this, this painting thing and what they do is they give you the, the, the example, I guess, of what you're going to be painting and you look at it and you go, Oh, okay. But they go step by step and they tell you, you know, how much paint to put on the brush, which part of the brush to use, you know, how to do the strokes back and forth, all that good stuff. Um, and we got to take some creative liberty. So this is my masterpiece. This is the first ever Danny App original. Yes, thank you. And I thought what would be fun is we're going to be doing a live auction at the event. And I'm going to put this up for auction. And you get to spend not, not, you don't spend money at the event auction. You spend Danny dollars. So we're going to be doing that. That's going to be just one of several things that will be auctioned off. Because um, auctions are my thing. Auctions are just a whole lot of fun. Um, and they're, they get your adrenaline pumping. So I thought, what better for my crowd than to do a live auction? So we're going to do that. But no money out of your pocket. You're going to get to use those Danny dollars. Um, I don't know if you guys can see this big old thing in the background here. Let me, let me see if I can get it over here. As I said, I love art. Let's see if I can show this to you. I don't know. Can you guys see that? I'm trying to. All right. It's birds. Okay. I'm hiding. I'm just hiding now. Um, so I found this when my daughter and I were... Um, going to estate sales, yard sales in California. Just stay there. Stay there, birds. And I walked into the room and it kind of hit me. I saw this painting and I thought, I really like that. I don't know why. I, I thought of Jonathan Livingston Siegel at first, and it, but it just really, there was something about it that just really struck me. And I didn't even think about the price at first when, when I, you know, was going to buy it, I, I picked it up and it was in my pile and I thought, I better look at how much it is. And it was only 30 bucks. So I thought, oh yeah, no brainer. This one's going home with me. It is an original oil. Uh, it is vintage and I haven't looked anything up yet, you guys, but I know, I just know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I can get at least $100, if not more, for this painting because of that feeling that I had when I looked at it that I'm going to be able to convey to somebody else who will have that same sort of, oh, that's awesome. That puts me back to that time when I went to the beach and, you know, that seagull pooped on our picnic there. And, you know, I mean, yeah. But it's emotion. And if I can leave you guys with one thing, it's that when you are outsourcing and looking for things to resell, no matter what your niche is, it, whether it's clothes, shoes, jewelry, household goods, art, always think about 
that emotional factor, that pull, because the difference between the brick and mortar retail of where everything used to be bought that way and how we're transitioning into e-commerce being the big heavyweight now is that we have to convey that emotion through a picture. It's not there in front of them now. So if you get items that picture well, that have something about them that pull your ideal customer to go and click, because once they click, and what I mean by that is, so they do a search, they see all these pictures of items, your items comes up and it says, oh, click over here. That click, my friends, is when you make or break it. Because all at that point, they're interested. They've seen the picture. They've seen the price. Now you need to make sure that you sell it a little bit more in your description and give them the benefits now of why they need this item. And you're appealing to what you already know about your customer if you're niched, right? You're talking to them and bam, you've got the sale. And that is how you do it. So I always want you to be thinking about how you can pull that customer in with the emotion. It's not stuff you're selling. It's benefits. It's solving a problem. It's filling a need. It isn't about the stuff. Always keep that in mind when you're writing up those listings. Always, 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 always. Did I say always? Um, so, I, you know, an hour goes really fast. Seems like a long time, doesn't it? And I get to the end of the show. It's like, wow. Um, so we have the amazing John Colder Ice Lawson next week as our guest on the show. And he is also going to be at the More Fun, Bigger Profits Conference. Um, so you get to see John live and in person there. Uh, but he's going to be joining us and talking about his topic of choice, which is kick-ass social, social commerce. Oh my gosh, he's going to kill me. I like totally messed up his like book. Yeah. That's okay. John and I go way back. He'll forgive me. Um, he is the social media guru guy. Not just how to go post something use on Facebook, but about how to use it for marketing, how to target your marketing. John and I, we speak the same language about niche. We're we're like right together on that. Um, so he's going to bring you his take on it. And hey, guys, with that, I how can I forget to thank our Absolutely amazing guest today, Bellany Deshong. Yes, 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 yes. Um, please connect with her, follow her. She puts out amazing uh, newsletters and, and information um, that can really help you. And with that, go be profitable and make it fun. We'll see you next week. <laughs>